Hey guys, welcome to a special bonus episode of Clay the Stage. I wanted to put this together for you because I've had a lot on my mind this week and I thought, why not invite all my friends from my podcast to kind of come along for the journey on this challenge I gave myself by offering you the opportunity to challenge yourself in the same way. If you're new to the podcast, I'm Angela Lucier. I'm your host. I'm also a professional speaker and author and the CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, which is a network of public speaking clubs for women. On today's podcast, this is going to be a short episode. I really just wanted to share something about what I'm going through in my life and and invite you to join me. I... (laughs) I have so much to say, but I'm like, no, keep this episode to 15 minutes (laughs) because it is a bonus episode. And I want to, where do I even start? (laughs) I'm going through so many changes in my life right now. It feels like I'm, it's like, you know, the caterpillar turns into the butterfly. We all know that cliche, but like, what if... I was like 15 animals in a cocoon that then came out as like the biggest, craziest animal you've ever seen. (laughs) That's what I feel like I'm doing right now. (laughs) I don't even know if that makes any sense to you, but it's like the transformer of all transformers. I'm going through so much growth in my business with the Speaker Sisterhood and learning so much about how to run that company effectively and how to be the best offering and be in service to all of our amazing members who are building their public speaking skills and learning more about themselves and building confidence in themselves. And it's just such a gift to be part of that. And it's also such a challenge to to be running this company that's becoming global. And every day I'm learning so much about how to do that. And I'm learning so much about myself. While also in my personal life, I'm going through a divorce. And I've never talked about that anywhere. I've told friends, you know, privately in conversations, but I haven't mentioned it in any of my speaking clubs, on my podcast, in any blogs, because it's felt like such a private journey. And it's also felt, I've also felt really emotional about it. And in some ways I felt like such a failure because up on between getting married and the divorce process, separation starting only a year had passed. And I felt like what's wrong with me (laughs) that I couldn't make this work longer And, you know, friends often say to me, oh, you dodged a bullet. You're so lucky you got out of there quickly. If it wasn't working, you didn't, you know, wait 20 years to make sure you actually just ended it. And in some ways they're right. You know, that's true. We had an accelerated marriage. It ended quickly, even though we were together for six years. But there's a part of me that still feels like I I really like making things work. (laughs) I like seeking solutions. (laughs) Um, I didn't get married to get divorced a year later. And so I've been kind of grappling with that and thinking a lot about what commitment means to me, what kind of commitment I want to have with my partner in the future. What did I learn from this? Where did I maybe go wrong? You know, lots of ruminating. I'm trying not to be too judgmental of myself, but also just try and recognize that some things just don't work. And it's not that anyone was wrong or didn't work hard enough. It just It wasn't meant to be. I don't know. And I kind of hate that expression too, but we both agreed that it wasn't, 
it wasn't really working. So as of December of last year, we separated and I've been, I've learned a lot. I've really kind of enjoyed rediscovering myself in a different way. Like, who do I want to be in the world if I'm not with him? And what does that mean? And what does my ideal world look like? And since then, I've taken on the role of landlord. I, I own, my husband and I own the house together. He moved out and I had two friends move in over the winter and spring. And it has been such a cool experience to live with friends. I've never lived with my friends. I've always lived with boyfriends or by myself. And so it's just like, you know, we watch The Bachelorette, we make food together, we hang out on the porch and talk. We like, you know, get excited about when we come home with new clothes and like do fashion shows. <laughs> it's really fun. And I never had a sister growing up. So I'm really enjoying the the experience of living with women and it's all it's another adventure that I'm on so uh, you know I've got this this growing business I've got this ending of a marriage and now starting to date people I'm living with my friends and I've just got a lot of new feelings coming up a lot of new questions a lot of new thoughts and I've been working with a coach for the last three or four months, just on all kinds of things. My coach is amazing. I highly recommend her. She was on my podcast, actually. Um, she talked about type A frazzled women. Her name is Kara Martin-Snyder. I highly recommend you call her if you need a coach. Kara's <laughs> um, awesome because I come to our calls with totally random subjects that are just all over the place every time. And she's like, great, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> and what we talked about on our call on Wednesday is what I want to talk about with you right now because the challenge she gave me is such an important one and it made me think about all the women I'm trying to help through this podcast and through my work. And it occurred to me how funny this challenge is given that I'm training women to be better public speakers. So here it is. <laughs> There were a couple of different challenges that came up over the last month or so that helped me to think and reflect about my own areas of, of weakness and areas where I really like to grow. And one of those areas is boundaries. And we talk about boundaries a lot. I don't know if you do, but I feel like all my friends in my circle, we tend to talk about this subject because it's so important to know your boundaries and not only know them, but also be able to express them to others. Because when boundaries are crossed, that's when resentment happens. That's when you start to feel unsafe in a relationship. That's when you start to feel like you're not really um, honoring what you need. And instead, you're honoring what other people need. And I started to realize that I'm pretty clear on where my boundaries are, but I'm not the best at expressing them. And what I'll often do is I'll hold them in, like when someone has crossed a boundary, and I won't actually tell them until they've gone way too far, or it's been going on for so long that I just can't take it anymore, and I kind of lose it. <laughs> and what I noticed was I thought back to past relationships with boyfriends and realized I had always been the one who ended the relationship. And in almost all of those conversations, my boyfriend would be standing there going, I had no idea that you were this upset. I didn't even know that you were mad at me. I didn't, I didn't know I was doing anything wrong. I wish you would have said something. And I'm over here going, ah, like, I can't take it anymore. I need to get out of here. This is so toxic. And would just, like, run out the door. 
And I think back to those moments and I'm like, yeah, maybe I could have mentioned that like six months earlier and we could have fixed it. But there was a part of me that was afraid to express my boundaries because I was afraid that if I said what I needed, I could be rejected or I could be laughed at or I could be abandoned or I could be told I was stupid. All of those reasons why we don't always speak up. And so I was sharing these these experiences with my coach and she kind of said, you know, is it possible that you could challenge yourself to not only notice when your boundary is being crossed, but also express it as a challenge to you. And I said, I think I can do that. (laughs) I would like to do that. Yes. And so she challenged me to once a week notice when I'm, I've got a boundary and actually say it out loud. And as as soon as she said that, my stomach started to hurt and I started to get really hot and I felt like this is something I really, really need to work on. And it's, it's so scary to think about. And one thing I've learned is that when I feel a lot of resistance and fear, that means I should do it because it's going to be that much. It's going to be so valuable to me and my body knows it. And every time I've gone into that fear, I haven't regretted it. I've learned so much and I've come out with a new perspective, new confidence and new ideas about who I am and what I can have. So that is <laughs> that challenge to not only notice my boundaries, but also express them in the moment. It's kind of giving me butterflies right now, but that's the challenge I want to give you. And I was sharing this challenge with a friend of mine the day after I talked to my coach and she started laughing and she said, I said, what's so funny? And she goes, well, it's hilarious that that's your challenge when considering what you do for work, you know, you, you inspire and like (laughs) teach women how to speak up (laughs) and you're still learning how to do it. And I thought, yeah, you know, people always say you teach what you need to learn. And even though I, I do a lot of public speaking and I've learned that craft and I've gotten really good at sharing stories and teaching people things, there's still this huge part of me that is so afraid of really sharing what I think about things and sharing what I need and what I want, what I really desire in my life and really like coming clean about that. And I realized on that call with my coach that there was this message that kept showing up. The message was saying, what you need is not helpful. What you give is helpful. And I don't know where that message came from or or when it showed up, but I've definitely heard it and I've lived by it. And I've spent a lot of time helping other people and kind of keeping what I need quiet and locked up and, you know, put securely inside of a box and hid under the bed. <laughs> and in order to continue growing and, and being a leader in my company and also just being a better advocate for myself, I really want to take this challenge seriously. And I really want to put out there what it is that I need and say it when I need it. So that's my challenge to you. And I know I called this episode a tiny summer challenge because it is it's only one thing, so it's a kind of tiny, but it's actually humongous because if we can actually perfect this or just start working on this skill of asking for what we need, imagine all the opportunities that would show up from that. Imagine how rich your relationships would be and how clear you would be about who you are and what you want. 
instead of hiding it all the time. So I'm going to start doing this and I'll write down when I do this and I'll try to share it with you. And when I do my next episode, I'll share an update on what I've learned about myself and when I've practiced speaking up. <laughs> I'm already like nervous. Just that my heart is beating so fast right now. <laughs> and I would love for you to share your instances with me if you're going to take this tiny summer challenge to notice your boundaries when people are crossing them, to express them in the moment, and to try to do it at least once a week. And I've already done it twice this week. So I'm going to share those two things on the next episode. But in the meantime, I want to share a quick update with you because if you're really thinking about growth this summer, and if you're thinking about how you can continue getting better at speaking up and and building confidence in your voice... You're in luck <laughs> because Monday, as in three days from now, July 17th, we are hosting and launching our very first Speaker Sisterhood virtual club, which means you can join a, gr- a small group of women from all over the world to build your public speaking skills over 10 weeks. So if you're not doing anything on Monday nights from 6.30 to 8.30 Eastern time, I highly recommend checking out this group and joining us because you'll get the chance to practice speeches. You'll get the chance to get feedback that can help you to build on your messaging and help you to build your delivery and your confidence. And you'll get to be part of a really supportive, empowering group of other women who are doing the exact same work. And what's cool about the virtual club is that you can do it from home. You don't even have to go anywhere. So if you like sitting on your couch <laughs> or if you, if you feel like, wow, it'd be great to just sit in the air conditioning and do this, this is the perfect opportunity to join us. And it's, it's not even that expensive. Um, it's $2.97 for 10 weeks of classes. And at the end of it, you'll have increased confidence. You'll have built skills. You'll have built friendships. You'll have new knowledge about yourself. And you'll also be able to take this journey with you so many places because it's such a valuable skill. So if you have interest in checking it out, you can go to speakersisterhood.com and click on the club directory and you'll see the virtual club in there and you can register through the site. And make sure that you register as soon as possible because we are about to close registration on Monday so we can get ready for that first class. And if you have any questions at all about the virtual club, please feel free to email me, Angela at speakersisterhood.com. So two pieces of homework. One, the tiny summer challenge. Notice your boundaries, express your boundaries, and keep track of how it goes. And the second is to check out the virtual club at speakersisterhood.com if you're ready to start taking on this this new kind of growth that will lead to a lot of new information about you and help you also build a really important skill. So that's my bonus episode for you guys. I can't wait to check in with you next week about what has happened since I started this challenge. And I hope you'll also email me with your own experiences. I'd love to share some on the podcast or just read about them because this is huge, right? We really need to start asking for what we need, start speaking up and Just let the world know, hey, I'm important enough to share this stuff. So that's it for now, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. As always, stop waiting, start creating. See you next time.